for being here, my friend. I'm Vonna Davis, and from my heart, I welcome you to the Midlife Confidence Podcast, the show that will help you skip the midlife crisis and fulfill your midlife quest. I found the key to growing in our middle years lies in managing our own mind. I want to teach you to reimagine your identity and purpose and live a life full of possibility. Join me on a journey to discover your midlife confidence. I had a wake-up call lately when I realized that three of my four kids are over 30. I can't even say they're young adults anymore. They're bona fide adults. How does that even happen? And while we're talking about grown-up children, I wish we had a better name instead of grown-up kids or adult children. Even though we'll always be their mom and dad, it's not the same relationship when they grow up. So anyone who comes up with a better name I'm all in on it. Well, let's talk about that time when you're wondering who you are now that the kids are grown up and finding joy in finally having time to finish your own growing up. Now, sometimes we call this the empty nest stage. And at our house, we have an extra dose of empty nest because all of our kids live out of state. So we don't even get together for Sunday dinners or get to watch our grandkids soccer games. But maybe you would love to have an empty nest with all the boomerang generation coming back home. Even before COVID, a third of young people lived under their parents' roof. And since this pandemic, another three million adults have moved in with a parent or a grandparent. So I realize your house may not be empty, but even if they're home, your kids are still grown up. Well, I found out that having grown up kids is awesome and awful at the same time. Some of the best things I've noticed about my kids growing up is watching them become even more of their true selves and seeing their interests and their capabilities grow and seeing them grow stronger through their experiences, often through really tough times. And then there's been lots of surprises that I could never have guessed some of the things that they've done or how they would turn out. My oldest daughter, Brianne, loved the beach and always wanted to live in Hawaii. Now she and her husband have three little kids and they have a little property in Idaho with rabbits, turkeys, and pigs. I never imagined her in wellies feeding pigs their kitchen scraps. There's also lots of pain points of having your kids grown up. Maybe you share some of the things that I've noticed. And first of all, I just miss them. I miss all the fun and the banter and having their interesting personalities and their presence around that brought so much joy. And the second thing is it forces us to kind of reevaluate our purpose because raising kids, a lot of our identity and our value comes from caring for someone else. And so much of our focus and energy goes that direction. And sometimes we don't even spend as much time taking care of our own needs. We're so busy taking care of other people. And so when that phase is past, we have to rethink what our purpose is. What do we want to get up for every day? What do we want to make our life about? A third thing is that I kind of regret not having so much influence and control over my kids. And sometimes, of course, I'm concerned about the tough things that they face on their own and I can't fix it all for them. But the fourth thing has been the hardest for me, and that is this question, did I do a good enough job? 
Mommy guilt lives on even when your kids are grown up. And sometimes there can be regret or feeling a loss. That stage of life is gone. It went by so fast and wondering if I did my best and what my kids have to deal with if I didn't. So I want to address parental regret because it can stop us from moving forward in our own lives. Parenting brings up a lot, including our own deepest weaknesses. I thought parenting was going to be my opportunity to shine and do such a wonderful job raising well-adjusted, healthy, successful kids, because after all, I'm the oldest of 10 children, so I thought parenting was going to be easy for me. Now we have all replaced our theories with real experience. We know it isn't as easy as it looked. But I take comfort in this thought. I can't mess up anything so much that God can't fix it. But what if turning out a perfectly finished human being at the age of 18 isn't even the point of parenting? Maybe our job was just to get them started and then let them take over and do the finishing on their own. They're supposed to keep growing and now they get to be in charge of their own journey. What if parenting is also really designed to help us see clearly what we need to work on in ourselves? All those years of parenting in the trenches gave us lots of experience in human development, and now we can use it on ourselves when we come out of the trenches, because we're also supposed to keep growing and we get to be in charge of our own journey. All those years you thought you were teaching and training your kids, the real person who was learning was you. So just let them be themselves and grow into who they want to be, and you become more of who you want to be. I have this memory of talking to one of my daughters, Taryn, when she was around college age, and I said to her, I just want you kids to be happy. And Taryn said, that's what we want for you too, mom. That got my attention. Was I so focused on my kids that I forgot to build my own happiness? So think about, now that your kids are grown up, what do you want for them? Do you want them to find their own happiness that's inside? To love themselves? To find what makes them truly happy? To take chances and do scary things and take opportunities and not let fear stop them? Do you want them to figure out how to make their dreams come true? Well, do you still want that for yourself? Because you're just as valuable and your life is just as precious as your children's. And understanding that you're just as important as everyone else you love is the way to get going in the rest of your life. So how about committing to finish your own growing up? Now you get to parent yourself in this new stage. And as they say, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. God set it up this way and he is very intentional. He gave us this chance to be parents first and then some time to reflect and regroup and have some more time to focus on ourselves. It's kind of an advanced training to prepare for the next stage beyond this mortal experience. So right now, do you feel like you figured everything out and you can just coast for the next few decades? Probably not. I offer that this is a good time to put more into yourself and level up. But what does that even mean? Think of everything you did to help your kids grow all the time and resources, answering all the questions, teaching all the skills, all the games and stories, all the hugs and high fives, all the opportunities you made possible for them, from soccer teams and dance classes, summer camps, vacations, 
maybe healthcare like braces or some special treatment they needed, and then on to college or job training when they were young adults. All the things. It's almost automatic for parents to offer their kids opportunities like these. Why should we put so much into the first 25 years of someone's life, but then think that's enough to get them through the next 75? What if we just made it the traditional thing to do, that when we reach a new stage in life, we give ourselves the gift of time and resources to help us keep growing, to reimagine our dreams and get some help to make them come true. It means some soul-searching and honest evaluation of what we need now. That's why I was so drawn to coaching women in midlife. We deserve the opportunity to rise to the next level and keep achieving, even to catch up with what we missed when we were so busy raising kids. Coaching is so powerful because we're so close to the way we do things, the way that we've been thinking for decades, that we can't see the patterns that have created the life we have so far. We can't see what we could change up. Having someone with some skills who can listen and observe and offer us new ways of creating what we want is life-changing. I was so grateful to have that experience getting help myself. In fact, I continue to work with my own coaches, and I love being able to offer that to other women. I know that we're going to see a rise of women who are living at a whole new level as they keep investing in themselves throughout their lives. I really believe that's quickly going to become the norm. So when you're considering what do you want out of your next stage, what would it look like to do some more growing up now? Here's some four questions to guide you, and these four questions are in this week's Midlife Quest Journal. And I want to make sure that you know you can get free journal pages sent to you every week that go along with every podcast. You just need to sign up at midlifeconfidencecoach.com. So these four questions are number one, what have you missed out on? What do you want to experience that you haven't been able to yet? Maybe it's a bucket list of things to do or a bucket list of who you want to be or a bucket list of what you want to create, or even a bucket list of how you want to feel. I've realized that the only reason I want to do or have something is because I think it will make me feel a certain way. So now I tend to focus on just creating the emotions I want. I love being able to feel radiant, confident, peaceful, curious. There's all kinds of great emotions to pick from. The second question is, what feels unfinished? What feels incomplete or unfulfilled? Do you have projects that you started but haven't finished? Or projects that you've always wanted to start and haven't even gotten started yet? What about interests that you want to dive into or something you want to create, like writing a book? What do you want your legacy to be? You have time to close the loop. These next years can be a time of completion. The third question is, where do you feel stuck? Do you keep having the same problem over and over and you want to finally get past it? One way to identify that is to think about our being, our mind, our body, and our spirit. Which one of those do you feel you want to make some progress in the most? Or maybe there's one goal that you have in each of those areas that you could focus on. And the fourth question is a little more fun. What makes you feel bubbly? Is there something that sounds so fun or rewarding that you just feel this bouncy glow and you can't wait to start? Well, you deserve to follow it. 
And if you don't have something like that, that's telling you something right there too. Maybe you need to work on allowing yourself desires and dreams. I've gained so much from spending time, energy, and even money into refining my inner world and my relationship with myself and learning the next level of creating the results that I want in my life. Because since our lives are changing anyway, this is the perfect time to review and renew it all. I always encourage us to skip the midlife crisis and get on with our midlife quest. A midlife quest is a search for a higher level of identity purpose, and potential. That's what growing up is. And our inner work leads to a better life experience. This is a natural and divinely designed stage, a time to use your well-earned life skills and wisdom to grow and become the person you are meant to be and who you get to be forever. And the first thing to do is to discover how your mind has created the life you have now and will create the life that you want in the future. So let's think a minute, what is going to try and stop you from doing this? Well, there's always guilt. Like I said, mommy guilt is the worst. And it's hard to go from self-sacrificing to taking care of yourself. And often when we want to spend resources on ourselves, we start to feel selfish. Another thing that can try and stop you is worthiness. Like if you're thinking, I'm not worth it, I'm not good enough, I don't deserve this. That's all about your relationship with yourself. My friend, you're a unique person. There's literally no one like you in all the universe. You deserve time, energy, and resources for your own evolution. That is absolute and indisputable. And just a note, if you struggle with self-worth, that's an even stronger case for getting some help to build your confidence. And a third thing that might get in your way is feeling like it's just too late. Your main purpose of life is over, so you might as well just tread water for the rest of it, or it won't pay off. I can't use that now. I want to offer to you that not only is this worthwhile for your own life, but as the older generation, we create a culture and we pass it on. Think how inspiring it would be to your family to see you keep growing and let them know that that is available to them too. So you know I like to always talk about our accidental thoughts that just automatically come up and get in our way and how we can create some intentional thoughts that serve us better. So let's look at some of these thoughts based on what we just talked about, about what might get in your way. So if you have the thought, I shouldn't spend time, energy, or money on myself, then that might come from your subconscious. You might not have that exact thought come to you, but you'll have this sense of resistance like, oh, I shouldn't do that. And if you really dive in, you'll realize you're thinking things like, well, I really should be doing more for our kids. I should spend that money on what my husband or children or other people want. I should be doing more service, not thinking about myself. Okay, when you notice that, be on to yourself. Here's a thought that can switch it up for you. When I invest in myself, I honor the life God gave me. When we think of our life as a stewardship that we have responsibility for, that God created it and he gave it to us to be in charge of, that can help us get over this thought that it's selfish to take care of ourselves. Here's another thought that can stop us. I'm not worth it. And a really simple thought to switch that one up is, everyone is worth it, including me. And then a final thought that can get in your way, it's too late for that now. 
A thought that I love is, I didn't come this far to only come this far. You've learned so many things and you have so much wisdom already, but you're not done yet. You get to keep growing. Are you ready to finish growing up? Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. In my one-on-one coaching program, we figure out your decision-making process and we clear out what's getting in your way and you can learn to make confident decisions. And then I teach you how to release your fear of mistakes so you can be free to explore and try new things. And I teach you to strengthen your relationship with yourself, which is so important. Now it's your turn, so let's talk about your life and answer all your questions about one-on-one coaching with me. Schedule a free discovery call at midlifeconfidencecoach.com. Take care until next time.